Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. Hey, hello, good morning. Welcome to the best football show. I'm Brian Baldinger, your host. I'm here every day at Baldy NFL uh, on your free Odyssey app. Wherever you download drafts, you can find it. I'm right here in the film room. It was 12 degrees when I left my house this morning here in New Jersey to come and rewatch what we all watched last night. Uh, that Chiefs-Bills game, a thriller, uh, back and forth, quarterback duel. But it was really interesting when you study this game because obviously, you know, Mahomes, he just had, had to add to the legacy. Okay, yes, he can win at home. Yes, he can be the MVP. Yes, he has two Super Bowls in the bank. But he had to go on the road. He had to go to Buffalo. Didn't make any difference. It really didn't make any difference. I mean, his ability just to see the field, hit Travis Kelsey in stride, one for, one for a touchdown, one for a long play. They didn't have the ball much. They didn't have the ball much. Uh, Buffalo had 30 more plays in a game than Kansas City. They were just so much more efficient. I said that Kansas City, if they want to, they can become a really good power-running football team, and that's what they did. Pacheco had 97 yards. Alaire had a couple. Mahomes had some scrambles. They ran the ball really, really well. And then they took care of the ball. They took care of the ball, and um, they, they did what they had to do. They put up 27 points. They didn't turn the ball over. But really, the story was Kansas City's defense and what they did in this game. It's really fascinating. I mean, we've all heard of the term, bend but don't break. Well, it was a classic case of the Chiefs bending but not breaking in this game. Uh, the Bills had 78 plays. Josh Allen wasn't sacked. Josh Allen was barely touched. But the Buffalo Bills, 78 plays. They didn't have one explosive offensive play the whole day. Thought they didn't try. It's not what they weren't looking for. It. The Chiefs simply said, we'll give you all the checkdowns. Josh, we'll let you scramble and run for how many yards did Josh run for? Josh ran for uh, 72 yards. 72 yards and two touchdowns. They said, Josh, we'll let you scramble for those yards. We'll let James Cook get a couple. We'll let James Cook catch some checkdowns. And we'll let the, uh, Latavius Murray catch some checkdowns. We're not going to get beat deep. That was the Chiefs game plan. And it was worked to perfection by Steve Spagnuolo. They tried. They tried to get the ball. Legereus Need on one side, Trent McDuffie on the other side. When McDuffie was in the slot, Jalen Watson was outside. They couldn't get the ball over their head. Now, they tried. You know, I mean, Shakir's open in the end zone uh, late in the fourth quarter with a chance to go win the game. And here comes Chris Jones. Chris Jones against Deion Dawkins pushed the pocket and bumped into Josh as he's making that throw, and he leaves the ball short. They tried to get the ball to Stephon Diggs against uh, Justin Reed. And 65 yards in the air, just a, a bazooka shot by Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs goes and jumps and looks like it hits him in the hands, doesn't come down with the ball. But it was contested. It was a contested pass. It's fascinating, fascinating to watch just the mentality that Steve Spagnola had in this game. He didn't really care about sacking Josh Allen. Didn't necessarily care so much about just keeping him in the pocket. They were willing to even let him escape because they didn't have spies on him a lot of the time because they were so concerned about 
All right, we'll play our three deep when we're in zone, four underneath. All right, we'll keep it all in front of us. And that was really the difference in the game. Uh, you know, I mean, Kelsey was Kelsey was really spectacular. Uh, the run, the the offensive line. You got Donovan Smith back at left tackle. The interior of Tooney, Creed Humphrey, and Trey Smith is as good as there is in this business. And Juwan Taylor played well. You know, they they didn't have they didn't beat themselves at all. In fact, in the game, the Chiefs had a total of two penalties. They didn't turn the ball over. All right, they didn't beat themselves. All the things that you've got to be able to do to go on the road into Orchard Park and to beat the Bills. It's really pretty amazing. Like it's like it's just concentration, it's game plan. Mahomes is unbelievable. Again, like the legend just grows. First playoff game on the road to get the win against Josh Allen. Great game. Great game, but the Chiefs won the game. Now, you'd say, okay, Bass got to kick that field goal, and he does. But they put him in a position where they need a field goal to tie. They, they had three chances in the fourth quarter. The Bills had the ball three different times in the fourth quarter, down 27 to 24. They had 23 plays in the fourth quarter. They couldn't score one touchdown. So you can say the field goal kicker. And that's the history of Buffalo wide right. All that stuff is, it's all true. They had a chance to win the game on three different drives. And they couldn't do it. So the Chiefs march on. What else did we see yesterday? We saw Tampa Bay go and give a valiant effort against the Detroit Lions. 17-17, late in the third quarter, great game. Great game. Mike Evans, huge. Um Touchdowns, big plays. Uh, Tampa had a 92-yard drive in the final two minutes of the first half to tie it up, 10-10. But really, you know, Jared Goff couldn't be forced into a mistake. He played mistake-free football. And really, if you look at the year that Jared Goff is having, when he doesn't turn the ball over, I don't know if the Lions have lost a game. He he was aggressive with it. He took his shots to Amonra St. Brown to uh, Sam Laporta, to, uh, you know, Josh Reynolds, you name it. They didn't turn the ball over. Line played really well. Had some injuries, lost their left guard. Center got banged up. All that stuff, playoff football. And then in the fourth quarter, you saw Jameer Gibbs and what kind of elite talent he is. In the fourth quarter, Jameer Gibbs had five touches for 75 yards, including a 31-yard touchdown that really put the game out of reach. Um, broke the tie, 31 yards. I mean, he just – they split it right between Glasgow, the right guard, and Sewell, the right tackle. He hit it and split it, and there was Antoine Winfield Jr. Put him in a deep freeze, made a hard left turn, and you just see his talent. His talent just took over. And so they're they're a really good offensive football team. Ben Johnson does a lot of really good things uh, offensively, whether it's uh, motions – whether it's shifts, um, the touchdown to Amon Ross St. Brown to put the game completely out of reach at 31-17. The play is from the nine-yard line. They're on the near hash. They put Laporta and Amon Ross St. Brown to the wide side of the field, anticipating a blitz from Todd Bowles, and they got it. 
And when they blitz, they anticipated man coverage. So if you put the Twins to the wide side with Amon Ross St. Brown in the slot, Laporta out wide, and you're in man coverage, and you run a little pick route, which, which they did, you have so much room to work, so much room for Jared Goff to lay that ball up and over the corner for St. Brown to win. It's just the little things that Ben Johnson does to give the Lions an advantage. And he does it over and over and over again. And then defensively, look, I mean, Baker had one ball that was tipped and intercepted, turned into three points in the first quarter. All right. It was tipped because it went through Mike Evans' hands. It got on him really fast. Tip balls in the middle field get intercepted. But, you know, then he, he threw one late in the game. Uh, Derek Barnes picked it off. Uh, had a chance to, you know, come back. And it was just, uh, you know, it was just a, one bad throw by Baker. He played, he played very well. But the, Aaron Glenn, though, the defensive coordinator of the Lions, did a lot of things in that game. At one point in certain situations, especially third and long, they went and played four safeties. They would play Kirby Joseph, number 31. Ifeatu Melifuanu, okay, number six. Brian Branch, their star rookie, number 32, right? They would play, and then they would play Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. They played four safeties. And you go, why is that? Why do they play four? Well, you they're, on third and long, they're not, they're not going to run it. So they did it. Now they're going to throw it. Now you, you have blitzers. You have safeties in the box that's got speed to tackle the catch. you got guys in the back end that can uh, cover, uh, play the ball in the air. Interesting. Probably on three or four or five plays in the game, they played four safeties. You see a lot of teams playing three. That's normal. You don't see four. Uh, so that's that. And then I think, you know, the San Francisco and Green Bay game, we'll get into more of this. Uh, later in the week here, because we have a lot of time to talk about these divisional championship games. But let's face it, Brock Purdy didn't play great. It was a downpour start to finish. It never let up. And whether the balls got away from him, it slipped. Uh, you know, Darnell Savage had a pick six right in his hands like he did against Dallas. He dropped it. All that's true. They got the ball at the 31-yard line was six minutes and 18 seconds to go. They went 12 plays, 69 yards, scored a touchdown. And Brock Purdy was flawless on the drive. You could say he checked it down. You could say he hit, you know, I mean, he hit Chris Conley for 17 yards on a timing, seven-cut out route. Chris Conley had three catches on the season, three. He hit him. They're down, they're down Debo Samuel, all right? They've got Jawan Jennings. They got Ray Ray McLeod. They've got Chris Connolly trying to, to try to add to the mix, to overcompensate for the loss of Debo, lost in the first quarter. And he hit Connolly on a 17 yard route on timing. You just wonder how many times did he have had a chance to throw to Chris Connolly at practice during the season? Guy had three catches all year. Huge play. But he had to scramble uh, to the six-yard line. The six-yard touchdown run by McCaffrey is just a fantastic job blocking by Aaron Banks, by Trent 
Williams by Jake Brendel, uh, John Feliciano, the right guard, fill-in right guard there, uh, and McCaffrey broke the tackle, Jonathan Owens, to score the game-winning touchdown. It was a great game. It was a great game. We saw Dre Greenlaw with two interceptions. And the last one, honestly, if Greenlaw doesn't get it, Fred Warner's going to get it. It's kind of ill-advised. There's still 50-something seconds to go in the game. Uh, Green Bay needs a field goal to tie. And, you know, look, uh, Jordan Love uh, rolling hard to his right, tried to throw the ball deep across the middle of the field. And it was just – it was not a good throw. It wasn't a good decision. And Bosa was chasing him like crazy. Maybe that had something to do with it. But uh, Greenlaw came up with the interception. So that was uh, that. was that. And then, you know, in the first game that we saw, it was just – the MVP is Lamar Jackson's trophy. And he played like the MVP. Uh, he ran for two touchdowns. He threw for two touchdowns. He was unstoppable in the second half. He even admitted that, yes, there was some rust to start the game. And there probably was. Uh, not real noticeable. He wasn't turning the ball over and doing uh, untimely things. He just they didn't, couldn't get into a rhythm um, the way they wanted to. And, and Houston was hanging in there in a 10-10 game. But he was unstoppable in the second half. And he probably stirred things up at halftime, I'm guessing. But Baltimore offensively was unstoppable. They ran for over 200 yards. Lamar had over 100 rushing. The offensive line, whether it was Gus Edwards, whether it was, uh, you know, you name them, Dalvin Cook, it really didn't make any kind of a difference. I mean, they ran the ball really good. Looked like a complete team. And then their matchup zones, they make every quarterback struggle, and they have all year. You don't know what they're in and what they're doing until the ball is snapped. And sometimes by then, it's too late. So, anyways, that's been the best football show. It's only Monday. Uh, fresh out of the film room, watched, studied all four games. I'm going to come back again a couple times this week. We'll set the stage for Championship Sunday and what we'll see in San Francisco, Detroit and San Francisco, what we'll see uh, in the AFC Classic when Kansas City comes to Baltimore. should be uh, great fun. A lot to break down. It's an analyst dream. Thanks for joining me. We look forward to talking to you later this week.